0: Hi, this is Heather Bayer, and welcome to the first episode of Vacation Rental Success, helping vacation rental owners maximize their occupancy. This is the first and complete audio resource for everything to do with vacation rental ownership, and I'm going to use my experience as a veteran vacation rental owner. I had 1.6 properties I was renting out, and I'm going to draw on the experiences of so many other successful owners and industry experts to bring you everything you want to know about maximizing occupancy and creating a successful vacation rental business. And it really doesn't matter at all whether you're totally new to the business and maybe you've just bought a property or you're considering investing in one, or perhaps you've had a second home for some time and now you're seeing the potential of offering it up for vacation rental to bring in a little bit more income. Or of course, as I know that many of my listeners are, you are, and I hesitate to use this word, but you're a veteran uh, in the industry, meaning that uh, you've been renting a property for quite a few years. And I count myself in that group. I've been in the vacation rental industry for around 20 years in one way or another. And I've run two companies that uh, were that are involved in uh, renting out vacation rental homes to the traveling public one of them was called clearwater holidays and that was back when we were living in england in the uh, 1990s and clearwater holidays offered ontario cottages to the british market and now, since we, uh, we, we emigrated out to Canada in 2003, uh, a little bit more of that later, I now run a company called Cottage Link Rental Management. And we're a rental management agency, and we currently have just over 200 properties under management. And I'm hoping that some of my listeners today are some of uh, my registered owners. I'm really pleased that, uh, that you're here to, uh, to listen to this inaugural episode. What am I going to bring you uh, with this podcast? Well, it's, there's going to be a ton of stuff. Um, this industry is in its infancy, even though HomeAway currently represent over 700,000 vacation rentals worldwide. We are still at the forefront of the industry. It's only five or 10 years ago that... Renting a vacation home for a holiday was considered to be less than mainstream. People would look at you slightly oddly because you weren't going to a hotel or a resort. You were going to rent something, somebody else's house, and go and stay there for two weeks. Instead of going to a place where all your meals were prepared for you and and there was all the entertainment and activities uh, on tap, instead... People started seeing the real value in having private space and getting the whole family together in one space or or just enjoying private facilities and amenities. And as the media have got hold of this and there's been so much out there online and still in the print media about the growth of vacation rentals, then as this grows, it's just going to continue. I don't see it dropping off at all. And what's happening here is that more and more owners are seeing the potential. And if anybody's read one of the latest blog posts I put on cottageblogger.com, was from an owner in Oregon called Colin Jones, who talks about how he's been renting out his primary home, not just his second home, but he's, uh, he's renting out his primary home for around $4,000 a month while he spends his summer down in San Diego in a vacation rental at $1,200 a month. So as as we move forward, this is just going to get bigger and bigger. And of course, along the way, it's going to get more and more competitive. And that's why we need to to look at how we manage our rentals, how we market them, how we operate them, how we deal with guests, how we deal with problems, how we manage the administration aspect of it. And one of the biggest topics of all, and we're going to cover this in some depth in a future show, is how we handle reviews, because the uh, the whole review situation is one that's going to impact us all at some point. So some of the things we're going to be uh, doing is um, looking at listing sites, checking out how successful they are for people and whether it's a, a particular listing site is going to work for you or not. We're going to be reviewing new products and services. We're going to be look at some, looking at some up and coming mobile applications, look at different uh, booking systems. And there's a lot of different things out there and I get totally confused, but I'm going to take some time to pull them all out and do some reviews and perhaps talk to the developers of these systems and to some users. And uh, we'll get some really honest feedback on how they work and if it's something that you should be uh, should be considering, perhaps. So we've got a great lineup of industry experts to interview. These include people who, uh, who come from, from different perspectives, perhaps, uh, not just successful rental owners, who we will be talking to, but people who are involved in the industry in other ways. Developers of um, of the mobile applications I just mentioned, we've got an interview lined up with, with one of those. We'll be talking to people in the insurance industry and asking them about uh, the cover we get for our vacation rentals and second homes. Is it adequate? Are we covered for catastrophic damage? And how should we claim perhaps for smaller things? And of course, that will take us on to, uh, to issues about damaged deposits and whether we collect them and how we charge and all sorts of topics around that. Another topic that's, uh, that's dear to my heart is how we make income beyond the rental. Now with one of my properties, Osprey Cottage, I'm currently renting around 36 weeks of the year and rapidly closing on maximum occupancy. So what happens beyond then? What can we do? We're in this business that has a finite income and it got me thinking that there must be something beyond just the rental. And I've been considering different ways of making some income beyond that but using the expertise that I have in the rental industry to develop some products. So that's definitely another way, another uh, topic that we're going to be covering in quite some detail over the next few months. And then of course, I want to answer your questions. And I'd love to hear from you with any and all questions that you have. Now, there's a couple of ways of getting the questions to me. One is to simply email me and just go to www.cottageblogger.com and go to the contact page and you can just put your question in there alternatively you can go to rentingforprofit.com and go to the forum and I'm going to have a section in the renting for profit forum that is just for uh, questions that we can answer on the podcast and I'm going to hopefully set up some sort of voicemail. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it on Skype or if I do an, another method uh, so, that, so that you can just call and leave a voicemail message and then I can play that um, out l- over the podcast, which would be really neat. One of the reasons I wanted to start a podcast is that I've been uh, trying to get things down in the blog post, trying to get things down on paper, answering questions and discussing some of these hot topics and at times I just think, well, it would be so much easier if I could talk about it. And one, one of the things is I've been discussing in our area, there is a very traditional method of, of dealing with post-rental changeovers. And, and I know what it's like in, uh, in, in most of the busy vacation rental areas in, in the southern U.S., you know, Florida, um, Alabama, and down through Texas – and i've i've been to places down there and you'd never you'd never be asked to clean the property at the end of a rental it's just unheard of of course i'm sure i'm going to to hear of it if there's if there are some out there that still do that but if they are more attuned to catering for the traveling public i think than we are up here in ontario perhaps because our demographics are a little bit different. The majority, I'd say 90% of our rental clients come out of the city of Toronto because it's just a two-hour drive, two or three-hour drive north or east to get into the, uh, the waterfront cottage country. So we are dealing with a different demographic. However, traditionally up here, people or guests, renters as they're known, and that's something else I'm trying to change. Guests are asked to leave the property in the same condition in which it was found. And there is a reason for that. And I will cover that at, at, uh, when, when we talk in more depth about this issue in a later episode. So on, on their last morning of vacation, our guests are meant to clean the toilets, wash the showers. In some cases, I've I've seen people say, get finger marks off the windows wash the windows wash the floors vacuum i mean this is a complete spring clean that uh, that guests are being asked to do now i have some very very strong opinions on this subject and i found it quite difficult to get it down on paper in a blog post so i'm probably going to be dedicating almost half an episode to this whole topic of uh, of cleaning and, uh, and changeover management, because I think it's something that uh, that we need to get right. And in certain parts of the country, we need to move forward and cater to the different needs of the public these days. It is very different from the, the old way of taking a vacation 15 or 20 years ago, when vacation rentals were little more than uh, camping with a roof over your head. So that that's one of the reasons I wanted to uh, to start this podcast. So let's just a little bit more about me for for those of you who perhaps haven't ever encountered um my websites or blog or my rental agency. I'm an expat Brit now living in Ontario in Canada and I'm very fortunate that I do live in in cottage country and I can look out of my window and there's a There's a beautiful river outside that I swim in and we have a boat that we can take out into the uh, into the lake in the summer. So I know I'm very fortunate to be living where I do, but uh, it, it, it actually means that I understand exactly what it's like to to live in the area that I'm selling uh, as a vacation destination. And I moved out to Canada in 2003. And we'll probably cover this in, in a little more detail uh, at a, in a later episode because it's it's a fairly long story uh, that I want to make very, very brief uh, now, but, uh, but can expound on a bit later. But it all started in August 1997 with a pair of weddings, one in Midland, Ontario and where my brother got married and then the following week in Ann Arbor Michigan just across the U.S. border where my niece was getting married and my brother rented us a lakefront cottage for the week between the two weddings which was really really neat and there were about 14 of us that traveled out from UK and this was the first time that I'd experienced anything uh like this type of vacation I mean we'd we'd vacationed before in France and um and england in cornwall and norfolk in little country cottages but this was somewhat different it was uh, we we were met at a dock by by a guy in a boat and piled all our luggage into the boat and off we went to uh, to then moor up at another little dock and clamber up some steps to this cottage that was just perched on top of this rock absolutely idyllic but it was it was interesting because it was that the, the cottage was and really was camping with a roof the place was pretty pretty dirty it was mouse infested we spent the first three days cleaning the holding tank was full so all the toilets backed up on day one and we're talking about 14 people here and we had one little uh, a little outhouse that was slightly lean we called it a lean. that was definitely a lean too because it was on a slant weird sensation, but I'm not going to go there. But apart from that, and apart from the three days cleaning and the mouse poop, and the fact that when the uh, when the power went out for two days, we, we really struggled because we hadn't brought enough drinking water. We had the most amazing time. And my sister and I were sat out on a rock one evening, sunset, gin and tonic in hand, as you do, and just talking about this whole business of uh, of renting a property and you know, perhaps we could do it. Perhaps we could buy a property in Canada and rent it out from England. A little bit of pie-in-the-sky discussion, probably aided by the uh, by the tinkling gin. But, you know, we did it. We were, Both my sister and I, two years later, had bought our own properties uh, over here, and we were renting them out from home in England. And with that came a huge amount of issues, some that we managed very easily some that we didn't and do you know i look back now and i think if i'd known then all the stuff i know now i'd have saved a huge amount of money probably enough to buy another one but you know we we were starting out there was nothing out there to really help us back in the late 1990s there was no real information to help somebody who was who was buying buying a property in another country and the internet was I mean, it was, it was moving on, but it was still a little bit clunky. But however, we still managed to find guests and we managed to find property managers and we were able to rent our places pretty well. And I went on after that and bought another two properties before we finally emigrated in 2003. So around about that time, I took all the experiences I had and wrote a book called Renting for Profit. It's not still out there. uh, You can still get the second edition that was published by Self-Counsel Press in 2007. And that's still available on Amazon. There's so much in there that has changed. This industry has changed so rapidly that I'm currently completing another book that, uh, that really brings the whole thing up to date. And the Vacation Rental Formula is going to be published in the spring. And I'm really putting that out there because that, makes I'm a I'm a professional procrastinator and by saying that this is going to be published in the spring I'm actually making myself hugely accountable which is a good thing. Which is really a good thing. What what started as a pie in the sky notion as Jan and I sat on this rock just started a passion that has continued for for sixteen years. 15 16 years now and over that time we've bought seven properties i've just bought the seventh and we've sold off a few so currently i am managing two properties of of my own both fortunately within walking distance of my own home and so certainly kingfisher which is kingfisher cottage and osprey cottage and our osprey we bought in 2007 and that's the one that's achieving maximum occupancy now and it's one of the reasons that, uh, that we went ahead and bought Kingfisher Cottage. We closed on that in July 2012. And by the end of July, it was, it was completely booked for the rest of August and all of September. And we've done extremely well since then. So I've taken everything I've learned over the years and put that into each new property i buy and although i did tell my husband my very long suffering husband that i was not going to be buying any more properties i'm already looking around for another one so it seems that the bug has come back again so that's a little bit about me where where we go from here with this podcast is uh, is really to map out um the next few episodes and and to get into some form of a structure I really would like um, a bit of a structure to this. So perhaps each week, and this is this is my plan, that each week I'm going to talk about a particular topic, and and it could be a starting out topic, preparing a property for rental, what to put in a kitchen, what sort of entertainment systems to to purchase, types of bedding, that sort of thing, or it could be a management uh, management issue, um, how to manage. Emergencies, one of my favorite topics with um, two with 200 properties under management, third party properties, each summer. There, there's been some weeks in the summer where we have 140 or 150 properties occupied at any one time. So we deal with our fair share of emergencies. And how those are managed can really make a difference between just a lot of stress and frustration. And a, a very happy client who who feels that uh, that a situation has been managed very well, and they've continued to enjoy their vacation. So that that that's a topic I want to, I want to cover. But I really want to hear from you too to let me know what topics you'd like covered. So we're going to have a, a general topic each week, then. Perhaps I won't be doing an interview every week, but um, every couple of weeks there will be a, an industry expert or a vacation rental owner interview, and and I think that's going to be very valuable to hear what other people in the business are doing, how they're doing it right, things that they wish they hadn't done, and because it's by hearing those experiences that uh, that we're all going to get better at it. I'm also going to be looking at some of the uh the communities and forums that are out there and pulling some hot topics from there each week. Now, I'm going to be going primarily to the the two communities stroke forums that uh, that I like to visit. The first one I've been going to a lot for many many years is called laymyhat.com. That is primarily uh, Brits and Europeans who uh, who contribute to that forum. But there are quite a few North American and um, owners from other countries who go to that forum just to get some really, really sound uh, information and expertise from the owners who who are regular contributors. And I'm sometimes blown away by what these people do for their guests, how they manage situations and and the information and help that they give away to um n- new people coming to the forum so i really urge you to go to laymyhat.com and sign up don't just lurk about sign up tell them who you are and i almost guarantee you that somebody's going to be along fairly quickly to welcome you and and to give you some if you want some feedback on your listing or your site or you've got a problem that you'd like to uh, like to get an answer to Give that a whirl. They really are a, a fun and very, very experienced bunch on laymyhat.com. The other one, of course, is the Home Away community, um, predominantly US based. Once again, a lot of people contribute to that forum who have a lot of expertise and knowledge. And I very strongly suggest that you sign up to the Home Away community. Uh, forum as well. Now, anytime I mention a, a company or a forum or a community or anything else that has a website on the podcast, you will find links to those companies, forums, communities, whatever in the show notes on the blog at cottageblogger.com. So if you've uh, if you're listening in the car or you're listening as I do when I'm out walking the dog, when you get back, just go into cottageblogger.com and you can check out the uh, the different episodes and you'll see in the show notes afterwards the links to anything that I might have mentioned and the other thing I'm going to be doing is that if I if I mention owners at any time different uh, occasionally I'm going to be looking at best practice what owners are doing that perhaps we all ought to be looking at so I will be if if I mention an an owner and uh, and something that they're doing, then you'll find the link to their listing or website uh, in the show notes as well. So I want to make sure that I credit absolutely everybody that I talk about. And I shouldn't uh, finish here without mentioning Vacation Home Rentals at vacationhomerentals.com because I'm the director of the owner community on that listing site. And... There's not so much of a forum there, there's just a lot of content, and you can go over there and uh, and take a look at the content that I've written and we we've got it separated out into different sections, like a starting up section, managing your rental, marketing your rental and there's a there's a really useful download section where everything that I use in my business I've also uploaded to vacation home rentals so take take a look over there. Uh, even if you're not listed there, I mean, take a look at the site. It's it's one of the top listing sites, and uh, and I'd love to I'd love to see uh, see you there. Sign up for their newsletter. Uh, I write a newsletter for them uh, every month, and uh, and that has a lot of information and tips on it as well. I'll also give you a plug here for RentingForProfit.com. That is the membership site that's run by myself and my son Mike. And there is a forum on there as well. Uh, it's not as visited as I'd like it to be. So if you'd, I'd really like you to um, to head on over to rentingforprofit.com, sign up for that forum and say hello and just say say that you've listened to the podcast. That would be really cool. Okay, that's probably about it for my first podcast. I'd love to hear what you thought about it and any ideas that you have for future episodes please go to the comment section on the blog and, and let me know what you think. Of course, uh, you can, you, as you're probably doing so now, you're just uh, listening to it straight off the blog or perhaps you've downloaded it. But I will be uploading the podcast to iTunes and will let you know as soon as you're able to subscribe to it. And really, I'm looking forward to getting a ton of subscribers. And and over time, I'll be making some special offers to subscribers. So get in there early and uh, subscribe. So next week, I'm going to be looking at the changing face of the rental industry, my take on what's happening and what has happened over the past 10 years or so, and why it really is important that anybody who was in the industry all that time ago perhaps takes a new look at how they present their property to the traveling public because the needs of travelers has changed dramatically their per- perceptions and expectations are dramatically different now than they were back in the uh, the early part of um, of this century so uh, i'm also going to be interviewing my son mike seems like a seems like a good one to start with to uh, to interview Mike. Um one of the reasons being is that uh, Mike in, and his wife Andrea bought their first property, Seabreeze Cottage, on Lake Ontario uh 2 years ago and it's been very very successful. And Mike has used the same formula that I've been using to buy my properties and to set them up for rental. But Mike, uh, he he came across a few uh, big obstacles in the first uh, first few months of his rental, and it will make an interesting uh, interesting interview to listen to, because uh, they had a um, quite a major incident in the first month of rental and cost them a huge amount of money, and uh, and it's a little bit of a salutary tale actually on any for anybody who's thinking of buying a property for investment. So let's uh, catch up with us next week on Vacation Rental Success for the Changing Face of the Rental Industry and my interview with Mike Bayer. I'd like to take this time to really, really thank you for listening in. And I promise you it's going to get better. This uh, this is my first effort, my first attempt at podcasting. And uh, the only way is up. So look forward to next time And thank you again.